Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, coming live and direct from the gloom tomb. Uh, my name is uh, Michael Rappaport. Some of you might know me as the Gringo Mandingo. Uh, some of you uh, may know me as White Mike, uh, Mr. White Folk. Um, some of you still call me Bird. Um, I'm in here with the 2015-2016 Podcast Co-Host of the Year. Yes. Uh, his name is G. Moody. All day. Last name rhymes with duty. Uh, government name is Gerald Moody. Uh, we've talked yeah. about it once. We'll talk about it again real briefly. Uh, Mr. Moody, you do not have a middle name, correct? Nope. Nope. That is it. No no middle name. So when I say G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, that's just it. There's no missing parts. That's it. What's going on, Mr. Moody? How you feeling? I feel good, man. Um, I went to see that movie... Uh, that's being raved about uh get out oh i can't wait to talk to you about that i i, I want to yes. hear i didn't know you you actually went to go see it i saw it on a deuce man it was good oh wait whoa 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 whoa, whoa. i want to hear your full review okay? okay but before we get into the, your full review you know g moody next week we're in austin austin texas yeah. once again is yep. having the gringo mandingo and G. Moody's last name rhymes with duty back. Tune in radio. We're going to be there Wednesday, 
the 15th, Thursday, the 16th, and Friday, the 17th. Anybody who's down there, who's close by, we're doing live podcasts. I'm doing the two-man weave with Kenyon Martin. Okay, I'm doing the two-man weave with Karan Butler. Outdoor stage, we're taking questions. We're doing it hard, body karate. Me and Moody are podcasting live for the people. No charge. So if you're down there in South by Southwest, we're going to be doing it 2 to 4 p.m. Central time. Every day, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I cannot wait. Yes, it's going to be fun. Easy Tiger's got a nice setup down there. They got good food, good people. They got fantastic chocolate chip cookies, coffee, and all that stuff. So we're going to be there next week. I'm looking forward to it, my man. No doubt. Me too. I I didn't know what to expect at at South by Southwest last year. And uh, uh, on our time off, we, we, we actually went to that soul food spot. Do you remember the name of that soul food spot? No, but we're gonna find it and we're gonna go again. Yeah, it was it was good. That was good. It was yes. it was really good. So yeah, if you're in uh, South by Southwest and you're down with the uh, the Rappaport uh, movement, come see us Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at Easy Tiger. We're doing the two man weave. We're doing the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Um, we're easy to find. It's no charge. You just come rock with us um, at Easy Tiger on Sixth Street. Um, I'm going to be sprinkling that good dingo dust on anybody and everybody who wants a little bit of that good dingo dust. I got that good, I got that good, good, that new, new dingo dust. Um, (laughs) All right, yo, Moody, you you fucking went uh, to go see Get Out on the Deuce. Now, why, you live in the Boogie Down Bronx, why would you go all the way to the Deuce? It's not the 80s, my friend. Travis Bickle's well, not going to be there. What was your reason to go to the Deuce in the first place? And then just spew everything you thought uh, about the film Get Out, which, by the way, I have no stake in the game. I'm just a fan. I met right. Jordan Peele about two or three times. I did a dope skit. If you want to see a dope skit that I did with Jordan Peele um, on um, Mad TV, where I played Ab- Abraham Lincoln, uh, it's fucking funny as shit, and you could YouTube it. But other than that, I'm just a fan, and I've talked about the movie. I was bugged out by the movie. I've al- I've now actually made three people go to see the movie, so I'm trying to get some commission. Because Moody, did you go alone? No, I was in Harlem, and I was with uh, my lady, and then we went down to the Deuce from Harlem, so because it was quicker. Okay, cool. So so break it down. What did you think of this movie? Um, and did, did, did are you glad that that I pushed you to go see it? Because getting G Moody to do anything. I mean fucking anything. Forget going to the movies. This is like, he might as well have climbed Mount Everest, getting him to go to the movies. <laughs> but getting this fucking guy to do anything is a wing and a prayer. So, right. so, 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 so I, I, this, this is a, a monumental thing. Break it down, Mr. Right. Moody. Uh, it was, I thought the movie was, was, was great, man. As far as, um, you know, the acting, it was, it was like, Yo, it's it's hard syndrome. to articulate like what it is, correct? Like for me, this is what I've I saw it two weeks ago. So this is what I've I've described it as a psychological, a, a racial psychological thriller. That's what I call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's perfect for it. Yo, it's it was a lot of truths in it too. And if you look closely, you know it was kind of mirroring society a little bit, right? And uh, and um, like with the cop, uh. At the end, and he's like, you know, the, he, the the white girl's on the floor, and you see how she flipped it, and and she was like, instead of looking like the guy was helping her, she was like, 
Help, 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 I'm in trouble. Yeah. See, and that's that's what happens in some of them interracial them, them relationships like that. Like any argument, if if it could get to that shit, if homegirl just flip. And, and and especially and, and those of you who haven't seen the movie, listen, go see it. And when you're saying interracial relationship, it's a black man and a white girl, yeah. which is yeah. which is you know, which is definitely more volatile, potentially, yeah. potentially right. more volatile and and uh um historically, yeah. yes. Yes. I'll be fucking honest. The the, the I'll speak for all the white people. The reason they have a problem with this is the penis. That's what they don't like. They don't like the black penis in the white girl. Now I'm I'm being I'm toning it down because uh, uh, you 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 don't want to uh, freak right. anybody I'm out saying, with the words. Right. That's what that's what historically freaks out people. Okay, that's the taboo. That's the taboo. Okay, yeah. that's that. Let me tell you something, G. That's why Tiki Barber jumped through the fucking glass. <laughs> let me tell you something, G. Moody. The, yeah. the, the the black the black penis. Uh, is caused so much problems, so much resentment, so much frustration, so many murders, so many deaths, so much jealousy for hundreds yeah. of years, and we try to complicate things. It's about that fucking black dick. Okay, that's <laughs> what the white people have problem with. Okay, I'm just right. telling you, this is what the fuck it is, and we could skirt around it all we want, but this is what freaks these fucking guys out. Their fuck styles are not buck wild, and they're freaked yeah. out. Okay, that's what the fuck it is. We go, oh, it's this. Why is it this? And not, yeah. this is what it comes down to. Obviously, that's not the sole reason, but you want to put it at the top, the tip. No pun intended. Put it at the tip <laughs> of the reasons. I'm keeping it fucking real here. That's I never right. heard anyone that's say right. that, but that's what the fuck it is, and no one wants to fucking say it. Right. That's the whole root of the whole shit. Because remember, historically. When the guy was, the black man was lynched, they would castrate him while he's hanging. They Why don't like do that, that fucking big black loaf. Now, is that <laughs> offensive to me say that? I feel like I have to say it because nobody, as far as I know, has said it. You have to say it. That is the threat. That's the fucking threat. Right. And, and that's how it's been. It's like, it's nothing new. It always happened. Like I'm, I'm going back to the 1800s where yo they would have souvenirs of this guy of his um appendage. So it's, it's something within the mind. Anyway, is there anything else you want to say about the movie? I, I, you know, I know I hate to put you on the spot to have you be Siskel and Eber, but the fact of the matter is, it's hard to articulate what's so great about the movie, and and. and so I, I see you don't have like a whole long essay about it. And, no, and I found no. it hard to articulate it and, and try to sort of wrap my head around it because it's so it's like a dark comedy. It fucks around with like horror films. But the whole basis of it is all race, race relations, historic right. race relations and all that stuff. Is there anything else you want to say about, about I want, Get Out? I want to say uh, all these guys, yo, Kanye, Lamar Odom, uh, some of these things kind of ring true. Like, you know. Yo, y'all, 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 watch out and 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 take mm-hmm. care of yourself, yo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not a joke, man. You know, some of them, some of that movie has some truth to it, man. Some, you know, you know, these guys getting turned out. These these women are turning these guys out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and where's it going? <laughs> yeah, well, what I, happens? I, and this is coming from the man G Moody, who uh, single handedly discovered and diagnosed the disease. 
that we all know now that the mainstream knows now is white girl syndrome. So, mm-hmm. of course, uh, this film, uh, 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 you're going to have a lot to say about this film. Um, yes. This white girl syndrome that you discovered and diagnosed has been written about in medical <laughs> magazines. Look it yes. up, people. I'm not going to do all the fucking work for you. Look it up. If you don't believe me, break cardinal rule number one of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast and fact check it for yourself. G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, diagnosed and discovered <laughs> white girl syndrome. I wish I would pay fucking money, G., to have a Kardashians screening of that movie with all Word. the girls, all the guys, and bring in fucking uh, Caitlyn and everybody, and then have a group discussion from them and like let let, let it. I would love to hear what they have to say about that movie. I, I, that would be the one of the best things ever. I wish you see what they had homegirl. Uh, the white chick going through the top NCAA project. That was one of prospects. the most bugged out scenes, drinking the milk. Yeah, she should have had, uh, the Kardashians should have had projects, different projects you could get motherfuckers at. Right. And when you say but project, yo, you mean housing projects. Yes. But, yo, I want to I say, yo, the, 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 the black actor, he was a regular dude. He wasn't like, you know, one of them cornball brothers. He was a regular dude. He was a, uh, he wasn't, so it wasn't so much him wilding out because it was a white girl. It was like she was just crazy. But he was a regular guy. Well, they so he all, didn't a have... Lot of, a lot of times no they syndrome. start off that way, G. A lot of no, times it, they start that way. <laughs> but, well, in the movie, he didn't have a syndrome. He wasn't talking crazy and, you know, wearing all kind of wild shit. He wasn't doing none of that. Right. When you say wild shit, you mean uh, what? Like, you know... Language changes a little bit. Start yes. talking like uh, Ricky yes. Schroeder and shit. Yeah, nah, he did it good. He really, he really did it good, man. A uh, shout out to again to Jordan Peele, and, and I recommend uh, everybody see that movie. I just think it's it's really good. It's going to be talked about, and it's going to be written about. People are going to write term papers and essays, and it ain't going to just be film term papers and essays on that film because it's so provocative and, and so on the nose with uh, racial stereotypes and, and, and history. Moving forward, okay? Moving yeah. forward. Uh, they call this uh, podcast a disruptive behavior. Um, I'm going to single-handedly give Coach of the Year to my guy, Chris Mullen, Brooklyn's own Chris Mullen, Yeah. who during the Big East tournament... On the 34th anniversary of the Georgetown sweater game with Louis Karnasek and John Thompson, my man Chris Mullen went full Oakley. He went full Rocky <laughs> Four, full Drago. There was a little mix-up with his players. Chris Mullen is a Hall of Fame basketball player from Brooklyn, played at St. John's. He's now coaching at St. John's. One of my favorite players ever. One of my favorite celebrities ever. I've met him a few times. I actually texted him after the thing. He went, he, he, there was a mix-up on the court, a little skirmish. Mullen ran onto the court. Somebody said something to him. John Thompson III, whose father, John Thompson Sr., used to coach Georgetown when Mullen played. And Mullen went fucking full BK. Mullen went native. Chris Mullen yeah. went native in Madison Square Garden. He deserves coach of the year. Shit got yeah. hyped. Shit got hyped. Yeah, it like was like, that. he ain't so bad. He He's a yeah. man just like you. He bleeds just like you do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like yeah, I like Chris. Yo, I love Chris Mullen. I fucking yeah. love Chris Mullen. I played with him at the 2015 uh, Celebrity All-Star Game. 
I've met him in the past. Always cool with me. There's a kinship with it with him. And I, I honestly, I'm be I'm be honest. The times I've met Chris Mullen, I'm trying to be normal because he's treating me totally normal. But I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's I Chris. loved Chris Mullen growing up. New York number one played for St. John's. Number two, white as a sheet. Number three yeah. had red hair. Although at the time I was full blonde. Number four, more importantly, left-handed. Number five yeah. was slow. Now, when I say slow, I don't mean Michael Rapport kind of slow. He was slow for a really good basketball player. So I just loved him. But that whole era of Big East basketball, like there used to be skirmishes every game during the Big yep. East. And St. John's, Georgetown, Syracuse, Connecticut, Boston College, uh, what was it? Pro- Providence. Providence. Those games were, yeah. were it, it just was such a flashback. And to see Mullen at the center of it. And Patrick Ewing Jr., Patrick Ewing's son, was on the his bench, son too. Was ge- yeah, his son was getting out of pocket. Mullen should have slapped, slapped his ass. I love, Mullen probably told him, I'll kick your fucking ass, you cocksucker. Like, I was going <laughs> to Iello it, but Mullen did it himself. Like, and, and, and Mullen is just so Brooklyn and so New York. Like, yo, yeah. I, I fuck with Mullen so much. So I'm giving him coach of the year. Okay, I don't care if, if, if the team is not even 500. That's yeah. the type of shit. Like, that's going to be a giant step forward for St. John's basketball. It's a giant step forward for basketball in New York City. And right. and I guarantee you the players' fathers and mothers were like, you should be so fucking happy that this guy's your coach. He was ready yeah. to fight. Yeah. He's, well, Hornacek. What if, what if Hornacek does that? He's not going to do that. <laughs> he'll, he's, he'll he's not going to fight. Hornacek and, and in, in the guard. Chris Mullen wouldn't do that any place else but the Garden. Chris Mullen is Madison Square Garden. Right. Right. Talk about beloved. Chris Mullen is about as beloved in New York City from basketball fans as it gets. Yeah. A New Mully, York Mully's kid nice. back in Queens coaching St. John's. It was it was fucking that shit had me up all night, G. I was up all night. I was so hyped off that shit. <laughs> you you sh- you should have fucking been in his corner like he, Mick. He, he, he asked me the next day because, you know, they, they had a game the next day um, to sit on the bench for St. John's. But, but I'm in Los Angeles. The game was at the Garden. I said, next year, Damn. I'll fucking be there. I'll give these kids a fucking pep talk that'll bring tears down grown men's eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go Word, in there. Dope. I'm going to wear my, my Mick shit, my Burgess Meredith from Rocky outfit, my little tiny little hat. And a sweater, and I'm going to put a, 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 a Q-tip in my ear. Why I have the Q-tip? Who knows? Somebody might get cut. I might have to fix up a cut. And how about bringing the chicken in the locker room? Maybe get the guys to run after the chicken. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, Moody. I didn't even fucking think about that. I'm going to bring a chicken in there. And then you know what? I'm going to chase the chicken down, and I'm going to sacrifice the motherfucker. And if, I'm going to say, you go out there and you win this fucking game, and I'll give you a chicken wing to eat. I'm going to cook this motherfucker while you guys go out there. Now go out there and win this fucking game. Let's fucking go, baby. I mean, you, you come back and lose, and I've sacrificed the fucking chicken in the garden locker room. Yeah, you, you. Wear your fucking jerseys home. Take the fucking train back to Queens, you little pricks. See, I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. Coming live and direct. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress. Casper, the award winning, obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. 
Casper is made in the United States. You can try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Listen to me. We're not selling mattresses just to sell mattresses. I sleep on a Casper mattress every single night. So do I. Great pricing and a great product. It's risk-free, okay? If you don't like it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. There's over 20,000 reviews online with an average of 4.8 stars. Casper is quickly becoming the internet's most popular mattress. I can say for myself, it's Michael Rappaport, the Gringo Mandingo's most popular, favorite, and only mattress. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport. Save $50 towards any mattress purchase. They have sheets. They have pillows. And I said it once. I'll say it again. They have doggy beds. They have doggy mattresses at Casper. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Mr. Moody. Yo, what's the deal, man? B. Marshall, Brandon Marshall, friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, is with the New York Giants. Yes. Yo, I want to tell him congratulations. I'm very happy for him. This guy is, yo, this guy is, is, he might be a Hall of Fame. Uh, he's, he's broken records. We know he's never made a, a playoff game. In his, yeah, in his whole career. I mean, last year, I think the New York Jets are out of NFL football. Are, are the Jets even a professional football team anymore? <laughs> yo, they get Jay Cutler. He got cut. What are you going to fucking, you know what, Jay, let me tell you something. Jay Cutler will get destroyed by the New York press. He will get eaten yeah. alive by the New York press. I mean, when, when he's doing good, he's, he's solid, but they don't need him. They need a lot more than Jay Cutler. I, I don't know about that. But Brandon Marshall is now a New York Giant. He's going to be playing opposite Odell Beckham. Yo, that frees up Odell Beckham, like, seriously. Brandon Marshall's mm-hmm. a fucking beast. Brandon Marshall's 6'5", 200-something. He's in goon. Last year, I mean, he he was he wasn't great. They didn't have a quarterback half the time. The year before, he broke records. I ain't fact checking and tell you what the records are, but he broke records. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting ready right now for football season. I'm getting ready for pre-mock fantasy football season. You guys know how I get down with this fantasy shit. You you know what I does. Mm-hmm. Okay, the duress mock drafts are starting for me now. I'm getting my body, my mind, and spirit ready for fantasy football season. Deshaun Jackson, he went from the Redskins to Tampa Bay. That's a good pickup for yeah. them because when Deshaun is healthy, he's still major. He's going to be out there with my, my man, Big Mike Evans. All Sean Jeffrey, finally, out of, out of Chicago. And Torrey Smith from the Niners. Both of them went to Philadelphia. Ted Ginn. I like to call him Ted Ginn. I like Ted Ginn. They're properly supposed okay. to say his name, Ted Ginn, Jr. from Carolina to New Orleans. That's good for him. I like him. Mike Glennon. I don't know what the fuck they're going to He's the backup from, from, from Tampa Bay. He's in Chicago. Chicago's fucked. Yeah. 
Robert Woods, Bills to L.A., Dwayne Allen, fucking Patriots, man. Tight end, very, very good tight end. It looks like Bennett's not going to be there, and you never know what's going to happen with Gronk. Got traded to the Patriots. And Marquise Wheaton from the Steelers to Chicago. God help anybody that goes to Chicago, and God help anybody that goes to Cleveland. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they, they traded uh, Brock Osweiler. Oh, Brock. The Cleveland, right? They traded him to Cleveland, and then Cleveland released his ass. Don't come to New York with that bullshit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Brock, we don't stay away with that high school shit you're doing, man. Yeah, nobody's fucking with you, Brock. Um, yeah. but, but I'm getting ready. Listen, the dancing, <laughs> the dancing with the dingo, it's going to come, okay? We're dancing in basketball, and we're duress mock drafting in fantasy football, okay? I'm preparing. Just know that the gringo man dingo is preparing for that fantasy football life. Um, I'm dropping that good dingo dust on anybody and everybody. Real nice. G. Moody, 20 years ago, Christopher Wallace, Biggie Smalls, notorious B.I.G., was murdered about five minutes from where I live here in L.A., man. 20 years ago, almost to the day. Damn. Isn't that crazy? 20 years? Yeah, I remember remember the morning that I woke up and heard it. It was just, just terrible, man. 24 years old, Tupac, 25. Man, that's, that's crazy young, man. Crazy, man. Time flies, you know? man. And, and, and what a loss. I mean, the, the, the landscape of, of hip-hop stars was truly disrupted. And um, who knows what that guy would have been doing? Who knows what Tupac would have been doing? Who knows, you know, who would have been considered the greatest, yeah. the Jay-Z of it all, the Nas of it all? Just sad when you think about it. It's just sad. So young, 24, right. 25. And, 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 you know, these guys, you know, they made such an impact so quickly. And obviously, you know, they became martyrs. But it's just right. wild, man, that, that it, was, it was just 20 years ago, man. 20 years ago, man. It's insane, man. I'll never forget. Yeah. I got the phone call from, from my wife. She wasn't my wife at the time. She called me. She was at the, the, the car museum, the automotive museum over there on Fairfax and... Wilshire that night she had she was there she saw Biggie she saw Puffy she saw he had like he, he his leg was in a brace or in a crutch she she saw she heard the gunshots damn crazy I remember she called me like it was I was in New York so it was like I was sleeping you know it was like maybe two three in the morning maybe four in the morning maybe I don't know five in the morning I don't remember but I was sleeping and she was like she was there she was all freaked out um, right so obviously you know that's a big loss. Uh, you know, he had kids and, and obviously the music, the music, the music yeah. and the influence and true Brooklyn MC. You know, you look at yes. that that uh, that video of him on 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 the corner rhyming that that first video of, of him rhyming, battling that kid over that that regular beat. And you're like the, the shit he was saying, the way he was saying it. True yeah. blue That's talent, straight yeah, up talent, crazy talent. You know, yeah. whether it's half freestyle, half written the way he was doing it, you're like, yo, this guy is special. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, it, you know, uh, emceeing and rapping, it's art, you know. You know, you listen to this shit today, you can't really see the artistry, but you could see it from a 17-year-old kid on the streets of Brooklyn. Even if you're not a fan of rap or you see the flow and, and, and you know, the, the, the charisma and stuff, yo, that's talent. That's art, man. Yeah, that's true. You could see it. You could see, yeah. you could see the talent in that little video, which I'm sure most people have seen, if not... Just look up Biggie rhyming on the corner. What was it, like on Myrtle Avenue? Bedford, yeah, like Bedford that. Avenue. Fulton, 
Fulton oh. Street. Yeah, because da-da-da-da-da yeah. on Fulton Street. Um, yo, have you ever heard of this word? I never heard of this word. You know, it's been in the news. We're not going to even get into politics this episode unless you want to, G. Moody. But but this Jeff Sessions uh, uh, situation that um, Eli Lake, the uh, I Am yeah. Rapport Serial Podcast political correspondent, official and unofficial, um, broke down the whole Jeff Sessions of it all. Yeah. And 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 I never heard this word before. He he he's gotten himself out of this this situation by recusing oh, himself, you, which is a version yeah. of excusing himself. But you're able to recuse yourself from something. Yeah. Have you ever heard this yeah. word before? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. Like uh, a judge. I never heard this it, fucking word before in my life. Recuse. Recuse. I, I don't even courts. know if I'm saying it right because, as far as I'm concerned, this shit was made up a week ago. Do you know how many situations? In my life, I would have liked to recuse myself from. Do you know how many relationships I would have liked to recuse myself from? I, I, I like to recuse myself from playing fucking child support. I mean, Word. on a daily basis, I, I would love to recuse myself. And this guy, Jeff Sessions, is fucking around with, with the Russians and all this. And whether it's true, not true, he's able to just say, oh, I recuse myself. And that's it. Where, where was That's, that fucking it, word when I was getting kicked out of school year after year? Where was that fucking word? Like, if you're getting pulled over for a parking ticket, can you go, I recuse myself? Yeah. I never if heard you, this word before until, like, last week. If you're that girl and get out, you can get out them tickets. You see how she handled that cop? Oh, she had it real <laughs> proper. Speaking of girls, I, I, I saw this girl. I've seen this before a few times. Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it real because I, I was with Jordan and Miles. Now, this is a young girl, so I just happened to come across. Lionel Richie has a daughter who's famous. She got famous for dating uh, Justin oh. Bieber. Her name is uh, Sophia Richie. No, is it Sophia? Right. Is it Sophia Richie? Sophia Richie. What was the other one? Nicole Richie, right? Yeah, Sophia Richie. Yeah. Right. I saw a picture of Sophia Richie. Now, I've seen other girls with this tattoo. Okay, but I see a picture of Sophia Richie. She's got a tattoo on her hand that says loyalty. I'm not going to make any judgments of her, but if, if, if you come across any girls with these little reminders, these little notes to self, loyalty. If, if, you, if you're fucking with a girl that has a tattoo that says loyalty on her hand, run. Okay? You shouldn't have to have a reminder to be fucking loyal. Okay? And if you do have a tattoo that says loyalty. I don't care what the chick looks like or what the guy looks like. Run for the fucking hills, okay? Yeah. Because nobody should have to get a note-to-self tattoo on their hand about something you should just do, uh, you know, on your own. You think that's what it is? What, what, what it represents on their hands? It doesn't matter where it is. If you say I mean, loyalty, what, what, for what? You remind, who are you trying to remind? Like, you know, they get, they're like a lot of people, like, you know, friend of the Iron Rap Poor Stereo Podcast, my man Toby Morris, he has his whole body tattooed, and that's one thing, yeah. he's got all kind of scripture and fucking every single person he's ever met, he's got phone numbers, you know, he's got grocery lists on there, everything. Right. Okay? But when these girls have these little notes to self, loyalty, uh, you know, uh, you know, like these little, you know, daddy, uh, daddy's girl, like in their lip, like they, they get it inside. Yeah, damn. Hey, what is that? They don't have shit to do, man. If they, yo, 
No, that's some rehab shit that you got in rehab. You're like, you're reminding yourself loyalty is important. I don't care what you look like. And I'm not saying it's this chick. Seems like a nice girl. But I've seen it on other girls. Seen it on other people. Loyalty. You, you, that's not something you should have to remind yourself. It's like saying, like, uh, wipe your ass. Why don't you get that yeah. tattooed? You need, you need to get that tattooed <laughs> on you also? Hunger. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. Go fucking eat a sandwich. Have a fucking cheeseburger, all right? No, no, they don't eat shit like that. Um, what else? There's so much. Oh, man. Shout out to Gustafito. The hippopotamus, the, the, we're, we're, we're justice for Gustafito. You see this, your guy, Tom Brady? What What now? He's launching a meal kit service. It's not like Blue Apron like we fuck with. Okay, because right. I love my Blue Apron. Shout out to Blue Apron. Meet my meals daily. Right. He has a meal kit service so you can eat like him. Why the fuck would I want to eat like you, Tom Brady? Okay, what, what the you fuck eat. benefit is that gonna is that, is that gonna help me to eat like you? I don't whatever Tom Brady's eating, I want to eat the opposite on GP. And what you eat don't make me shit, Tom. Hmm. Exactly. You think I'm putting more money into your pocket with your expensive autographs? Eat like me, whether it's in the gym, on the field, at work. You could be like me. Get the fuck out of here. Your name ain't even yeah. Mike. It's Tom. It's got, fucking Tom it's Brady. You know, I want to. I want to eat like you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, this guy fix your face, himself. Tom. Fix your fucking face. I want. I wanted to ask you about this. This is. This is. <sighs> Sick fuck of the week happened uh, right in your your neck of the woods, G Moody. Oh I, shit! I wanted to help these guys out. There's two sick fucks of the week. Uh, Miles Davis, sound person extraordinaire. Uh, Miles Smiles. Please cue the sick fuck of the week music. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did. What? No. 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 Um, in the Boogie Down Bronx, a man shot inside a Burger King right there in the Boogie Down Bronx, five to ten minutes from where you live, G. Moody. No, I've, I've been in there. I know exactly where that is. A lot of dope heads out there, man. Well, this dude did this because his girl was with another man. Let me tell you something, Duke. Hold your head. First of all, <laughs> you're the sick fuck Word. of the week because you can't be shooting up in the, uh, the, the Burger Kings, all right? Motherfuckers yeah. are in there eating their Whopper Juniors, the onion rings. Word. The little milkshakes, Chill. drinking their Diet Cokes, doing what they're doing. You're shooting in the restaurant, broad daylight. Second of all, hold your head. Yeah, hold, hold your head, your head Duke. Duke. You, you, yeah. you, yo, she chose another dude. Yes. Get over I know that, it hurts. Man. I've been it down that bad. road. She chose another dude. You, you can't yeah. do anything about that, my man. You're going to go yeah, shoot, you, at, shoot at her, shoot at innocent people. You, 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 uh, an 83-year-old lady was trampled. Yeah, because of the panic. Because you, maybe, maybe it's on you. Maybe, you. maybe you need to look at yourself. Maybe your fuck style... It's not buckwall. Maybe, maybe you're the problem. Yeah. 
Yep. And and speaking of fuck style not being buckwild, we missed a story about a teacher in Dallas that was uh hitting playing with a fourteen year old, right? But he extorted her. So she gave him like thirty thousand. And the moms were seeing that the the son was having mad Jordans and a whole bunch of other stuff. And she caught the text of the teacher saying, okay, where can I give the payment? Mm. He, he played it right, and the mom player hated. And now, and now everybody's going down. Yes. Yo. See. So see. the husband. Imagine, imagine your wife messing with a 14-year-old. Man, Lock you, her you, up. You're ma- Lock her the fuck up. Your, your manhood. Yo, you can't go around nobody saying nothing. No, and also it's just like what you know, like it, it, I understand, like oh yeah, the relationship ended. Well, what happened? You got to explain that shit. Yeah, yeah, uh, you you in Chuck E. Cheese with this motherfucker? <laughs> that's 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 fucked up. That's another sick fuck of the week. Third, this this woman, th- this is definitely a nomination for sick fuck of the week. Uh, I'm sorry, sick fuck of the year. I don't know how this happened. Now, I know there's some strong women in rage as a mo- is a motherfucker. Excuse me. A Chicago woman is charged with murder somehow or another. They were in a fight, and she held Duke down. She <laughs> overpowered Duke. This isn't even funny because the dude died and poured bleach oh. down his throat. Yo, what kind of woman Yo, they they rough now. It's a different game out here, man. I'm gonna get on some Ernie Shavers shit with these motherfuckers. <laughs> yo, yo, they hard, man. These women are hard today, man. Yo, Inter- and this, and this is right after International Women's Day. You see, this is why people have a problem with that. Yo, speaking of International Women's Day, so those are the sick fucks. But going back right. to International Women's Day, fantastic segue. Once again, proving why you're the undisputed. Podcast co-host of the year. And, and yeah. I want to hear I want to hear your thoughts on this. Yo, these these rallies and these protests are becoming social activities. Yeah. The other day is yeah. International Women's Day. And 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 I wanna I wanna shout out all the men and the women that went out there and that and that that marched. I know your hearts and your minds are in the right place, but you should not be allowed to march if it, the day before. The day before was the local voting day. Did you fucking vote? Or are you just going out there to Snapchat and Instagram yourself with your little pussy hats on? Your yeah. little pussy hats on, and then and then you're out there. Like, if you didn't vote, you should have to have your sticker in order to protest. The, the, the numbers of the people that voted on Tuesday for the propositions and all the small things that actually mean something. Everybody's complaining no, about Trump. Everybody's complaining about this. Lock Hillary up. Jeff Sessions that. Eli Lake, you're great. Fuck you, Eli Lake. Mike Rapp, <laughs> you Trump-hating cocksucker. You don't know anything. Did you vote on Tuesday, motherfuckers? Whether you were marching nah. or not, did you fucking vote? Because if you didn't vote, shut the fuck up. Yo, yeah. this, dude is, this dude is the president. If you like it, you should have been out there voting. If you don't like it, you should have been out there voting. But if you didn't vote, you have no right, not a fucking right, to go out there the next day with your camera and your Snapchat and your Instagram and your little pussy hat. I don't care if you're a man 
a woman, a feminist, a male feminist, and go out there and protest if you didn't vote. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Word. These are not social occasions. People are out there. They got DJs at these things. These these are like clubs. It's like yeah. it's like it's like a fucking club. And then, then, then the other thing, I said this once. I'm gonna say it again. When your ass gets locked up and you're protesting, don't whine about the shit. Why are you right. complaining that you got arrested? First of all, that's part of this protest shit. But I seen like eight white girls. In New York City, they, they were protesting on, on um, Central Park West outside of uh, Trump's tower. And mm-hmm. they, 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 were, they said, we're going to form a human wall. Okay? And the cops said, don't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You're, you're blocking traffic or, you, you know, whatever it is. You're loitering. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to form a human wall. And they got their pussy hats on. And, and, and they're out there. I didn't see any stickers on these women saying they voted the day before. That's neither here nor there. Right. But when the cops say to you, you can't do that, and they probably said we're going to arrest you, because you ain't Rodney King, sweetheart. You ain't Rodney King. They tell you they're going to arrest you, and then they gently arrest you. You're not doing nothing. You're not Rosa Parks. You're not getting kicked. You're not getting sprayed with water hose. You're not getting chewed up and bit by German shepherds. When they arrest your ass, don't act like you didn't get told. Don't complain about it. You, yeah. you want to be about this shit. You want to be about this protesting and this national women's day. The cops said, don't form a human wall. You did the human wall. They probably said, you have another, we're giving you another chance to leave. Because, again, you're not Rodney King. They're not going to club the fact, you. To wait, fucking, wait, they're not going to club you down. The cops give a request. They treat them with care. And these people, look, we're, we're getting arrested. Oh, look. my God. And then the other yeah. people are like, our sisters, our, our sisters yeah. are arrested. We need to go down there and show solidarity for our sisters. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the Whole Food Walkathon. Yeah, we're, we're first we're going to go to the Whole Foods and because we know they're not going to be uh, up for bail for two hours. So we're going to go to the Whole Foods. Everybody's going to get some smoothies and we're going to get some uh, some bulletproof coffee uh, just to regroup. And then we're going to go down there. We're going to bail out our sisters. And these are dudes that are saying this shit. Were Those are dudes like that. And when you get arrested, don't say shit. Don't complain like they're arresting people. Of course they're arresting people. That's a fucking protest. And you, 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 you acting like you're a victim, and you're not a victim. You're right. not getting dragged out of the car. You're not getting beaten up. None of this shit has happened to you. They're assimilating this. this, this not, and I'm not saying the protests aren't good. I support the protests. I support the activism. I, I support the resistance. But stop whining about it. It's like, it's like, um, it's like a, a, a big production. It's like the protest movie. It's not an episode of girls. Like they, they're like being cynical about it and funny about it. They, they yeah. arrested our sisters. We need to go bail them out. Right. Everybody right. meet at Pete's Coffee, and then we're gonna head down to the station. And and, and and no one's worried about bail money. They all got money. These are all rich, wealthy, young white girls, and they're rich, wealthy, young white guy boyfriends with their tight jeans, their fucking glasses, and their pussy hats. I hate to oh, use that word, but that's that. what they're called. They're called pussy hats. They're pussy cat hats. And, and the, the symbolism is two cats, and they say it. Pussy hats. I don't like to use that word. I'm not a derogatory dude when it comes to male and female. I'm respectful. These are called pussy hats. That's a fact. Oh, yeah. And they don't, they don't care. When they get arrested, no, the concern isn't the bail money. That oh, of course is, not. Just, this is just the... Uh, uh, just a show. Like, look, look, I'm getting arrested. Oh, oh my God. God. You know what the concern is? Is if you caught it on Snapchat. That's the fucking concern about them being arrested. Did you, did you get it on tape? Yeah. 
Yeah. Fucking joke, man. What a fucking joke. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know what else, G Moody. I'm excited to go to South by Southwest next week. We'll be there live. Me too, man. Me too, man. I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready. Um, I want to tell my man Tim Tebow, yo, give it up, B, man. Word up, man. Enough's enough. You taking up spots for little 20-year-olds. They said you can't hit shit. Just chill, man. You 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 just do work the ESPN. You you don't gotta be playing football to be a success in life. You know what I'm saying? You doing good, chill. You're not nice. Yeah, that's it. That's dude. my that's my Andy Rooney uh, moment. Yeah, and also he looks like he he, he trying to look like Babe Ruth, man. <laughs> you're chill, all fat man. and shit, Tim Tebow. Like, yo, man, you gotta change your body if you're gonna play in the football league. These young dudes, now, their, their dream yeah. was to play baseball. And now you're out yeah. there with the Mets trying to get with the baseball team. They're going to cut you inevitably anyway, man. Nobody's trying to Tebow and do all that shit. You do that fly shit you out there doing. You're good on TV. He's a good analyst. Yeah. He's a good college football yeah. analyst. That's what I said. Chill, man. You in, Like, like I got to make the league. Yo, you 30 out there, man. <laughs> it's the Iron Rapport Podcast, and we'll be right back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, Moody, you got anything else? Because I'm done, man. Um, I think I think we're done, my friend. Yeah, this is a fucking. Uh, you know, this is called this is called a backbreaker episode. Yeah. Okay, this is a fucking backbreaker episode. Yo, we're going to be at South by Southwest next week. Um, what can I say? Every single person that supports the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, we see you. We appreciate it. We got my man from the yeah. Australian Rapper Pack back. He's off suspension. My man is buck wild. Hold your head, Duke. Duke, hold your head, man. Yo, if I can do it, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You you have to use uh, more um, uh, creative words. You can't just be Language. going straight gorilla style. They're going to shut you down. You're more valuable to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast and the Rapper Pack representing yes. Australia online than suspended offline. And that's coming from yeah. me. We we wow, but we have standards. <laughs> yeah, hold your head, Duke. Just just you don't have don't have to curse. Yo, Buttersoft T-shirts are available at DistrictLines.com forward slash I am Rapport. We got the new De Niro. Of course, the King of New York, Charles Oakley, the Stickman Collection, the beautiful Smithsonian-worthy Gringo Mandingo t-shirt, all at districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. I know people are going to ask me about Greg Popovich. He coached the game. I don't know what kind of nose strip he had on. Maybe he had a cancer thing. I don't fuck with... Uh, uh, um, you know, making fun of uh, people people when they have, like, little stuff on their face because you never know what he has. Some people might be like, oh, this, that, and the other. Talk shit. And we, we, <laughs> we, we know what happens when you, when, you, when you talk shit. You don't know what you're talking about. But I know people are going to be like, what's up with Greg Popovich's nose strip? Greg Popovich coached the game with an ill nose strip. I hope it's not no skin cancer. I know what, that, I know what that's like. Right. Maybe he had a little pimple, whatever. It's all good. We're not nose yeah, strip probably. shaming you. I'm rocking a nose strip right now while I do this Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. If you don't believe that I podcast with nose strips. Now, when we've done the live shows. I've never done that. But I'm, I'm going to tell you this. If you don't believe that I podcast with nose strips, come see me down in Austin. When I'm doing the two-man weave with Kenyon Martin, G. Moody, Karan Butler, when we're doing the live podcast, 
next Wednesday, I'm going to rock the nose strip every show. Okay, I'm going to rock a nose strip every show because when I'm in the, the, the safety and the privacy of the gloom tomb, I rock a nose strip. That's facts. G. Moody, do you attest to that? I attest to that, my friend. You see me on planes. I rock the shit on planes. This is not a joke. I rock that nose strip. I'm about that nose strip life. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo uh, Podcast. One, what, I want to say one thing before you, you break out. I want to give a shout out to Remy Ma. Way to go. New York City likes it. Uh, that's the way you do it. Yes. And uh, really, really a, attack dog type shit. Yes. I like it. <laughs> attack dog rap. I like that. Yeah. All right, Moody. Um, I, I, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. Hold your head. Um, yes. Yo, fellas, hold your head. Ladies, hold your head. Everything's going to be fantastic. Keep doing your thing. Keep your nose to the ground, whether you have a strip on it or not. Um, keep your nose to the ground, whether you, whether you have a strip on it or not. Um, we're going to get out of here with some moody beats, some funk. Um, and uh, my name is the Gringo Man Dingo. I hope you enjoyed disruptive behavior. I hope you got a little shot of that dingo dust. Uh, G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. We're done. What's going Dude. on? I know it's already been done, but it was so tight I just had to. I had to jump on and do a little something myself. My name is Kali. Fresh states the crew. Check it. It's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. You other shows are so-so, but just straight up trash. Get laid up fast. We veterans, let them in, twist the lingo. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Gringo Man Dingo. Mike Rappaport and podcast co-host of the year. Goddamn, G. Moody, the black ethnic man. But no fact-checking, maybe he's not. It's Kylie up in the spot. Dropping jewels like I'm Chester Copper Pot. Copper squat in the bush on the street on the way to yoga. Try to keep a straight face while you listen like playing poker. Not happening. You probably gon' laugh or release smile. Keep your girl around us. Fuck stylish, buck wild. You can't fade us. Stickman, Leo, and Gita All those matter Whether a few inches a meter From the boomer gloom Soon we hard body karate Shouts out to the rapper pack And peace to the colleagues What you mean?